If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Josh Reese. What's up, Hollywood Hogwash fans? (laughs) The Hollywood Hogwash universe. It, it, it's the multiverse. Oh, multiverse. the Hollywood hogwash multiverse. Or metaverse, because everything is metaverse oh, now. Oh, God. We're the metaverse. Don't talk about Facebook. <laughs> Gross. Not only Facebook, it's also Microsoft, too, because they bought... Um, what company did they buy recently? Activision. Activision, yes. Xbox. They're, they're building the metaverse. Yeah, metaverse. exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just watched the Chiefs versus Bills. That was one hell of a game, and... It was yeah. on TV, so technically it has to do with this podcast. Yeah, why not? We, can talk we should about recap it. it, right? That was one hell of a game. Oh my god, they <laughs> scored twenty three points in the final two minutes of the game. Alright, so first we have Patrick Mahomes come out. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Josh Allen, this crazy <laughs> Buffalo Bill. Yeah, that was one hell of a game. That was one of the better football games I think I've watched in a long time. Long it was time. great. But this whole weekend has been really good football. It has. Lots of really good football. Yeah. Ratings up, despite what you might hear from other people. Ratings probably way up. I'm sure. Yeah. The ratings are always up. Right. You know, every year it's like, oh, the NFL broke records again. It's like, yeah. Listen, I hate to get this podcast too sidetracked, but you always hear about those people like, I'm never watching football again for all these blah, 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 blah reasons. Ratings are that was that was one one year ratings were down because <laughs> right. of the Kaepernick situation. Yeah, but then they recovered. Yeah, they recovered the next season. Yeah, but can't get enough football. Yeah, absolutely. So, welcome to the show. Please, if you're listening to us, watching us, subscribe to us on any podcast podcast app you're listening on, or subscribe to the show on youtubecom slash. Hollywood Hogwash Pod. Yes, please. And you can also follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. So there you go. Yep. Uh, we have a couple shows to review. We're going to be doing chapter four of the Book of Boba Fett. Probably the best episode they've had. It was a good one. So mm-hmm. far. So that was really good. And uh, due to popular request and demand from you, the fans, we're going to be talking about the first two episodes of Peacemaker. Listen, freedom. The fans, the friends knocked this one out of the ballpark. Yes. Y'all guys were 100% correct on this one. This was 100% better than any of the bullshit that we've watched in the past couple weeks. That is true. For sure. Oh, my God. Have we watched some shit yeah. lately? Everything outside of South Park has sucked. Yeah. Peacemaker has been our Peacemaker was great. First two episodes. Um, yeah. Really looking forward to watching the rest, and uh, we're going to talk about it. 
in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But first, we have to talk about the latest news and rumors in Hollywood, a.k.a. the Hollywood hogwash. So the uh, first Moon Knight trailer was released last week. Yep. Streaming on Disney Plus on March 30th. What'd you think? I thought it was interesting. I guess this guy's an insomniac of some sort. I don't know anything about Moon Knight. No, me either. uh, I'm kind of learning about him a little bit. And apparently, you know, he seems just kind of like a regular Joe Blow. He doesn't really necessarily have any superhero powers. Uh Uh-huh. He's more of a high Well, but he's got to once he turns into Moon Knight. No, from what I, from what I'm reading, it says he's just yeah. But in like the a, in the trailer, he like morphs into Moon Knight. That's a superpower. It does seem superpowery, but maybe it just could be high tech equipment. He's no, well, that's what they say. Yeah, they, they say his abilities are high tech equipment, proficient. Well, in why martial are you spoiling arts. it? Well, we don't know. It could be I didn't something read else. the Moon Knight comic. Or I didn't read it either. And he's well, an expert detective. It. We're learning. So he's Batman. We're problem. He's a poor man's Batman. Probably poor mm. man's Batman. No, I thought it looks very interesting. Oscar Isaac is yeah. a great actor, so... I mean, for the first probably three, four episodes, we're probably just going to see him descend into madness. You know, we're probably... You think it's going to take four episodes before he becomes Moon Knight? Well, you know, it's going to take a little bit, probably. He doesn't probably come into Moon Knight until... This like, isn't Netflix. They're not going to... It's not going to take that long. <laughs> this is not Netflix. Jesus. No. Do we know how many episodes it is? I mean, they've all been pretty short. Like six to eight episodes. I couldn't imagine it being more than eight. Yeah. I haven't seen a full episode release count yet. Let's see if IMDb... IMDb says six. Six? And I think Loki was six. It sounds about right. So, Hawkeye was a little more than that, right? Or was it six as well? I think it was eight. I think it was eight. Eight? Yeah, they're not long. So, you can't really wait four episodes to make him It was a general... You know, I'm I'm saying, like, it's not going to be, like, the first or probably even the second episode. I bet you it's the first episode. Oh, you think so? Yeah. He goes crazy, wild enough, and now he's bam, he's Moon Knight. He's Moon Knight. (laughs) Well, I don't know how he becomes. I don't know how he becomes Moon Knight or anything like that. Has he always been Moon Knight? I don't. I don't. I don't. Well, it certainly seems like it because he's having like visions of it. Yeah. So I don't know the whole deal. I'm not trying to read Wikipedia to spoil the whole thing. I'm not trying to spoil it either. I'm just trying to learn a little bit more about him. I don't know anything about Moon Knight. Yeah, so I want to keep it that way. I don't want to know. Well, I was probably all wrong anyway, so who knows? Yeah, you better be. I better be. I might have been. Uh-huh. But yeah, one of the actors in the show just recently died in a tragic ski accident. Uh, Gaspard Uliel was known. He was one of the biggest... Uh, movie stars in French cinema, and he was 37. And apparently he has a big role in the show. Like, we know that, um, what's his name is in it? Uh, Ethan Hawke. Right. But uh, Gaspard Uliel was cast as Midnight Man, I believe. Mm. So that could be a bad guy. Yeah, it sounds like a rival to Moon Moon Knight. Yeah, but yeah, he died, so... Interesting. So that sucks. A tragic ski accident. Like skiing the Alps, he collided with another person. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's some scary stuff. It is. Wow. Yep. So RIP to him. But uh, yeah, the show looks good. March 30th. We'll definitely be uh, reviewing it on this podcast. Yeah. Coming sooner than rather than later. Yep. Also, Amazon Prime Video released a teaser trailer for their upcoming series, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Mm. It was really... 
not even a teaser trailer. It was more of like a title announcement. <laughs> See what the scenery looks like and everything? And that's um, it. Well, it just shows you what the name of the show is. And there's mm-hmm. like a woman doing a voiceover like, uh, the Lord of the Rings and the blah, blah, blah. And is that what she Middle like? Earth. And yeah, exactly like that. Haggard, huh? Okay. Did you see the video? I didn't see the video. No. Oh, okay. It was cool. Everyone f- figured it was CGI because there was like, they poured like lava onto, but like they actually filmed it without CGI. It was pretty cool. Hmm. Like how they did it. Like it just shows like the title of the show and they were like pouring lava on it, but they actually did it. Like they have a behind the scenes footage. Oh, like in a smelter or something Yeah, like, like showing how they, how they shot it. Interesting. But it's set thousands of years before the events of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Oh, Jesus. Thousands of years? Yeah. Wow. But it's also about rings. Like, does it always have to be about rings? I guess. guess. Who knows? Wow. So they've got a lot of uh, sequels that they can line up after this. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? (laughs) We've got a thousand years to cover, fellas. There's there's video games, too. I played played one of the Middle Earth games. I think it was Shadow of Mordor. It had nothing to do with rings, but it was a fun game. Hmm. Um. I honestly don't really... I think it was like a revenge story, but yeah. Thousands of years set in the past, and uh, the series is expected to be five seasons, costing a total of $1 billion. Wow. That has to be one of the more expensive things that Amazon has probably put together. $200 million a year, or yeah, a season. Here we go. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it looks fake, but it's not. Like They actually did it. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's very badass. Very badass. But that's the only. That's the whole trailer. It's just them. Well, it's just I, the lava with, going uh, with whatever. a billion dollars. I mean, they could do anything they wanted. Yeah, you know, they could film that's, any, have any large set pieces that they wanted. I'm sure there will be. You know, they could probably afford some pretty top notch ca- cast with a billion dollars. I'm, I'm. I mean, if every episode is a movie, you know, essentially that's. You know, that's how much movies cost, right? Well, like Game of Thrones. Every episode was kind of like a little tiny movie. Yeah. It was shot shot like movie. Right. You know, if it's anything like that, I think I could be into it. I'm not really interested in the Lord of the Ring lore. Well, it's, it is, it's, no, I'm not, I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy. Um, we'll probably have to watch it because it's going to be a big deal. <laughs> I guess we'll flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> when does this um, come? This comes out September. Um, September. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Jeff Bezos is really excited for us to see it. He he tweeted that. He tweeted. It's like I can't wait for you guys to see this. Hollywood Hodpog. It's gonna be so awesome. Check it out. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, do we even know who's in it yet? We have to know by now. I that I'm not sure. We have to know. If by it's now. not out till September. Yeah, but they had to have they I like they have to have filmed by now. I haven't even seen them do much press yeah. for it or anything. Uh it's a bunch of, it looks like it's a bunch of no names. I don't know these people. Wait, uh, a couple you know, of them I recognize. But... You don't know Ismel Cruz Cardova? <laughs> nope. Oh, Owen Arthur? I don't even see them on IMDb. No, I don't know any of these guys. Yeah. Tom Budge? Nope. So certainly the 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 production money wasn't going to the cast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean they're they're getting paid less like little to nothing because when you're not a known actor, you don't get paid much. I mean, it's still better than what everyone else in the world makes, but compared to what? everyone else. No, nah, this can't be right. It says Ian McCallan's in it. Who? Ian McCallan. Where? Gandalf. Oh, no. Th- no, that's that's from the old Lord of the Rings. Is it? No, Rings of Power. 
I know, but that this is you just mm. Googled it. You have no source here. Oh Lord Jesus. Okay. Like, yeah, uh who else? It's see it has the whole cast of Lord of the Rings movies. Mm. You don't know how to Google. You're terrible at Googling. I am a just terrible. let me do it. I'm I a terrible Googler. You are. But I try my best, fans. I try my best. Well, you should stop. All right, so Matt Reeves uh, recently spoke with Movie Maker, Movie Maker Magazine and described his upcoming film, The Batman, as almost a horror movie. Oh, yeah. well, then how can it be PG-13? Well, there's plenty of horror movies that are PG-13. Are there? Yes. Okay. Hmm. There's plenty of, like, you know. But uh, he said, uh, this idea of a place that is corrupt... And you try to swim against the tide in order to fight against it and make a difference is quintessential Batman. And at the center of those noir stories is almost always the detective, and that's why he's the world's greatest detective. And so the story, in addition to being almost a horror movie and a thriller and an action movie at its core, it's also very much a detective story. It's very narrative. (laughs) They're going to thread a lot of needles here, huh? Yeah. Almost a horror movie, almost an action movie, almost a thriller. I mean, they're describing it like it's a Batman version of Seven. Have you seen Seven? Yes. Not all the way through, but I know the concept. Yeah. I mean, it, you see the trailer. What's in actually, the box? Like with the Riddler, yeah. yeah. He is basically mm-hmm. that same character. Mm. But Also, the Hollywood Reporter says that Warner Brothers insiders have confirmed to them that the Batman runtime is two hours and 55 minutes. Well, wow. That seems fairly long. It does. That yeah. worries me a little bit. This movie looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you think it might be a little bit slow? Well, it could. I mean, look, Avengers Endgame was three hours and like two minutes, mm-hmm. and I did not consider that slow at all. I loved every minute of Endgame. Well, by that point, we're already pretty invested but in that. In it. Ha- that movie has, you know, 30 characters. Right. Like 30 main characters. Mm-hmm. This is just Batman. You got Riddler, Penguin, obviously. We have multiple villains. There's Catwoman. So there's a lot. Look, uh, you know, I'm sure it could still be great. The Dark Knight Rises was very long as well. Mm-hmm. Although a lot of people didn't like that movie. I did, though. I I don't know. I'm, I'm still on the fence about it because it's going to have a limited runtime in the theaters. But, you know, every trailer that I've seen for it, has a lot of stuff in there. I think looks pretty bad. Well, it's going to be on HBO Max after forty-five days. That doesn't mean it has to go out of theaters. Now, right. after that, it you know it's not going to do as well. Sure. Um, I'm interested in Spider-Man. Finally, got beat in theaters by Scream. That's just because Spider-Man's been in theaters long enough. Yeah, almost a full month. But we're not yeah. going to be reviewing Scream. Oh, thank God! I don't care. I don't want to see that. <laughs> okay. My God. No scary movies. Thankfully, none of you have really asked us if we're going to review Scream. I appreciate it. Like Halloween Kills, we had a few people, and I was like, all right, fine, but I really don't want to see that piece of garbage. Yeah. Please. Uh, But speaking of Batman, uh, William Dafoe uh, did an interview with GQ, and he said that he would be interested in playing a Joker imposter opposite Joaquin Phoenix in a Joker sequel. And this has become a thing because... Fans want him to play the Joker because of how great he was as Green Goblin and Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, But he was basically already playing the Joker in Spider-Man. Yeah, that character was pretty Joker-ish. Yeah. So we don't need him to play the Joker because he's already played the Joker in Spider-Man. Well, and plus that uh, the Joaquin Phoenix that he was talking about, I don't know if that necessarily was a real Joker movie anyways. 
Well, it was. I mean, what do you mean? It was. He was the Joker. The movie's called The Joker. I know, but it was Bruce Wayne's in the movie. Thomas Wayne's in the movie. <laughs> Bruce, the five-year-old Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it's a standalone <laughs> movie. Yeah, but I don't know if I want to see him playing in that universe. I'd rather see him playing in a universe where bat, where there's actually like a real Batman, and you know he's playing like a real Joker type of character, like Mark, like a Mark Hamill type of Joker. Well, they should know? just let Mark Hamill do it, or Mark Hamill. But yeah, no, yeah. it's look. We don't need to see him play the Joker. He already played the Joker twice. Yeah. You know, he was the Green Goblin. That was their Joker. You're not going to... The only thing that's different is you're going to see Willem Dafoe in some makeup, in some clown makeup. That's it. Well, I think the main the main point of it is that I want to see William Dafoe play more, <laughs> play more roles for sure. Who? William Dafoe play more roles. Who's William Dafoe? What? The, the, the Green Goblin. Willem Oh Lord, Willem! Jesus. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, Willie! I want to see Willie D <laughs> play D. play in that's more a porn. Roles. That's a porn star, I think. I think you just named a porn Is star it? from the '70s. Lord Jesus, Willie D. I'm just assuming. Okay. Uh, moving on, uh, production has once again shut down on Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Oh, this Jesus. time due to a COVID outbreak. Oh. And they last week, I think we talked about how they just resumed resumed shooting. So I'm I'm losing more and more faith in this movie. <laughs> I think we're a couple weeks away from them announcing, you know, a, a delay again. Like we're listen, this is going to be out in 2023. Just just let's do it in 2023. Sometime. Yeah, it's currently scheduled for November of this year, but I don't see that happening. Yeah. Oh lord, well, yeah, they've had so many delays. They had what like a two month delay too, right? That movie that movie alone is going to be hard to pull off. They they should have just canceled it. Yeah. Because no one's going to want to see it without Chadwick Boseman. Of course. Yeah. I mean, he's the star. Yeah. I, I don't know how this is going to work out. If you just make one of the other tribe leaders, the Black Panther, mm-hmm. I don't know. The, those other guys didn't have the charisma that Chadwick oh, has. Oh, certainly not. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, also, Mission Impossible 7 is being delayed again. Jesus Christ. Moving from September 2022 to July 14th, 2023. Mm. And which means Mission Impossible 8 has been moved from July 2023 to June 28th, 2024. There's going to be eight of these movies. Okay, here's the real question, Andrew. Here's the real question. Yeah. What's going to have more sequels? Is it going to be the Fast and Furious or Fast and Mission Furious Impossible is way ahead of schedule. It's clearly Fast and Furious. <laughs> but we've already had 10 because Hobbs and Shaw was technically one of them. That's 10 mm. fat. Then we're going to have Fast and Furious 10, Fast and Furious 11, and that's supposed to close out the series. But then I I said it before a couple weeks ago, they're going to make more spin-off movies and TV shows. So yeah. True. But there's so many Mission Impossibles. Yeah, too many. So many. They should they should stop. I really like the fourth one, but it was a giant Apple commercial. But I, I, I did like the story and the action. I can't even remember what it was now, but I remember liking it at the time. <laughs> I mean, the action scenes are incredible because Tom Cruise does those. All the action scenes. Like he does it when he was attached to the fucking plane in five or six. That was insane. He's like Willie D. He does all his own stunts. I mean, that's insane that they did that, that yeah. they strapped into a fucking airplane and took yeah, off. Yeah, have fun, Tom. All right, cool. Uh, uh, could you imagine if he falls off? I guess we just get one take at this time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you imagine if he like if he died, like they would be so fucked. Yeah, they would. It, it, it's crazy. 
I mean, eventually, I think that's how he wants it to be. I'm going to die Maybe. on Mission Impossible film sets. Yeah. But speaking of Tom Cruise, we heard reports like a year or two ago that he wants to film a movie in space. Like it's currently in, you know, like they're in the early stages of doing it. But uh, uh, Mission Impossible 9. I got you. Right. Uh, UK-based UK studio Space Entertainment Enterprise, or C, has contracted a Houston-based company called Axiom to attach a studio to the International Space Station. I couldn't see how the International Space Station would want that. Well, apparently it's happening. That seems far-fetched. But apparently they're attaching, like, they're attaching onto it. So they're not, like, going, they're not, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be, like, an addition to the space station that's there. Like, they add attachments on. I'm not an astronaut or a scientist. But <laughs> right. <laughs> it's scheduled to launch in December 2024. I I was reading about it, but like my brain just can't comprehend this no. shit. But apparently it's gonna be an inflatable studio that like they bring it up there and then like just unzip it. Bouncy house? <laughs> yeah, it's a bouncy house. And I was like, uh, okay, sure. I don't I don't understand what the fascination of filming in space is. I mean, everything that they do on Earth seems pretty... Yeah, I mean, like... It's pretty creative inter, as it is. Interstellar, I felt like I was in space. Yeah. Gravity, I felt like I was in space. What shots are you going to get that you can't get already? It's going to look the same. Right. Yeah. Except we're going to spend a billion dollars now. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tom Cruise just wants... He just wants to go into space. He just wants to be the first person to film a movie in space. That's all it is. Just do an iPhone promo from like a, <laughs> from like a uh, uh, one of Elon Musk ships. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that works out. But hopefully, Elon Musk plays a villain in that movie. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's what it's about. <laughs> yeah, scheduled to launch December 2024, which means that movie's many years away from happening. I, if I'm it just, will ever happen, I'm just trying to picture something on the end of the in the International Space Station. You have the astronauts and all the science people on one end, and then you got Tom Cruise and film on the other. <laughs> yeah. It sounds so far fetched, right? It's crazy. Although they probably all eat the same food, soy, soy green and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. So during an earnings interview, Netflix's CCO Ted Sarandos was asked if there would be more seasons of Squid Game. And this should not come as any surprise, but he said, absolutely, the Squid Game universe has just begun. And I'm only mentioning this because obviously we knew there would be more seasons. I'm only bringing this up because he said the Squid Game universe Mm. has just begun. Because now I'm worried because of Marvel. Because... Everyone's trying to Now everyone has a universe. You know, now we're going to have a Fast and Furious universe. Mission Impossible universe, maybe one day. <laughs> like, yeah, they're all, they're all, all the, the Godzilla, King Kong universe. Right. Like, right. there's everyone's doing that now. The DC universe. Yeah. The Squid Game universe. What is Squid Game going to pair up with? Like, Saw? <laughs> like, is there going to be a spinoff Squid Game show where they're doing it in America? So that, I bet you that's what it is. That, like, they want to do it. Different countries? They want to do it because they know some people hate reading subtitles. I admit it was kind of difficult. Um... Well, you could do the voiceover too. I I, see. I struggled. I kept going back and forth because I couldn't decide what I liked better. Because normally I would choose subtitles, but there were some scenes that were really fast, and you just can't read that fast. But I'll I'll admit. I mean, it sounds sounds pretty interesting. You know, American version of Squid Games. Uh, You know, you could play some patty cake, patty cake. Oh God, (laughs) hopscotch, hopscotch. Red Rover, Red Rover. No. You know what I want to see? I want to see Foursquare kill someone. 
Okay. You finally watched it, right? I was going to get to it and things that we watched, but yeah, no, I, I've, I've checked it out and I'll admit that uh, I am addicted to Squid Games now. After, okay, Did you finish it? I haven't finished yet. I'm, oh, on, yeah. I'm on episode eight, but I'll admit it's really good and I can see why it became such an international phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I do want to see different versions of this, to be honest. So, I mean, I'm, I don't know if I want to see different versions. I just want to see the show continue. Yeah. You know, but I don't know about universe if he meant it, if he meant it in that way. So they probably did. They're probably going to make an American version, and it's Could probably going to suck compared to the. <laughs> but like, but like when you think about it, like there's different games that are are. In different regions of the world. So I could see it working in different regions of the world, too. Like, I had never seen some of those Japanese games that or, or uh, Korean games. And they would call it something else because it can't be called Squid Game. It'd be called Foursquare. That'd be the American one. <laughs> the show's called Foursquare. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. What's the most complicated children's game in America to play? Because we don't, we don't have anything like Squid Game. That's super complicated. It I don't even understand. I still don't understand what the game is. You don't even... You haven't seen it yet, but... Oh, oh no! They show at the beginning of the show. Oh, do they play that in the final game? I mean, oh, tell me now. I, mean, I imagine so. What's the name of the show, Josh? Squid Game. Yeah, yeah, man. All right, moving on. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter says that King of the Hill is making a comeback. Oh, nice! You didn't know that? No. Creators Greg Daniels and Mike Judge have reunited to form their own animation company called Bandera Entertainment, okay. which already has more than a dozen animated series in development. Wow. Uh, writer Brent Forrester teased this a year ago, saying the revival would have the characters aging 15 years. So, like, Bobby would be an adult. I had which, that's currently the trend right now. Right. South Park just did it. Mm. I had seen, like, a, maybe it wasn't a meme, but I thought it was a meme. But, like, uh, an aging Hank Hill next to a Bobby that was, you know, kind of tall with a yeah. fat gut drinking a beer next to his dad. Right. I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. But I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, maybe it might now be a show. Uh-huh. And I guess with all these streaming platforms and stuff like that, like people are just buying up content left and right. So, I mean, why not an uh, older version of the King of King Hill? Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if um, if Fox still has the TV rights or not, or will it be somewhere mm. else? Well, if it does, then I guess it would go to Hulu. Because, well, it could. It can go anywhere, honestly. Right. If it's Fox, it can go to Hulu. It can go to Fox. It can go to, um, it can go to Disney Plus if they wanted to because right. Disney owns right, right, right. Fox. Yeah, anywhere but Sony. Yeah. But, like, no, Mike Judge brought back Beavis and Butthead like 10 years ago. Um, but MTV, it's, it was still on MTV, which mm. it didn't make sense because it didn't even make sense to be on MTV anymore because that generation passed... They don't know anything about Beavis and Butthead. And so, like, <laughs> I watched it, and I was like, I can't believe I'm TiVoing, like, something on MTV in the yeah, year, Beavis like, 2010 Butthead. or whatever. Like, yeah, it was... What gener- What year is this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was in a bad car accident this past Friday. Oh, no. And law enforcement says Arnold was at fault for the crash. Uh, Arnold, uh, well, we have, we have... He's like, well, I was... I was turning left, but I didn't know that the, the left turn arrow, it was still red. So I run up on the car and I squashed them and they killed them. And... No, Arnold, they didn't die. Okay, I was about to say, that turned tragic very quickly. Um, they didn't die. Arnold was also not ticketed. So this was in, this was in Los Angeles. 
So oh, when you're okay. the go- it's a former governor, he's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this happens all the time. <laughs> Arnold kills the person. It's all right. Kayla Jenner. Kayla Jenner got away with murder, so you know it's fine. You can get away with <laughs> it. It'll too. be fine. It's California. But the pictures of the wreck, it show Arnold's Yukon SUV on top of another car. Wow. And Arnold was okay, but the woman he hit was bleeding from her head and was taken to the hospital. Jesus, Arnold? Yeah. Wow. And I think when the the pictures show, like, he's on top of the car, like, I think it's like one of his tires, like, scraped her head or something. Because it was on top of the car. How how small was this car? Uh, There was a Prius. Oh, okay. And he had a gigantic SUV. Terminator-style SUV. Terminator. He just fucking... He didn't mean to hit her, but as soon as he hit her, the car just went whoop. Yeah. <laughs> but to not, to not get ticketed or anything like that's Well, ridiculous. they're like, oh, it's just Arnold. It's, he's fine. It's crazy, Arnold. He's Terminator. We love him. Yeah. Uh, this next piece is very interesting, but I don't know how else to say this, but M&Ms have gone woke. Huh? Okay. okay. Interesting. Pull up M&M's, pull up M&M's, like, pictures. But anyways, Mars released a statement last Thursday saying, the M&M characters have gotten a modern makeover for a more dynamic, progressive world. This is real life, people. The redesign is focused on creating a sense of belonging and community, as well as spotlighting the characters' personalities rather than their gender, Josh. What? You... Genderizing M&M's, you son of a bitch. Wait, so the brown M&M is no longer hot? Uh, it was the green M&M, but no, she's mm-hmm. no longer hot. <laughs> That's my thing about it is like people are turned on by M&M's. Like they're sexually turned on by M&M's. I mean, no. Then you're part of the problem. <laughs> uh, the biggest change was the green M&M. Uh, they removed her white-heeled go-go boots for cool, laid-back sneakers to def- to reflect her effortless, her effortless confidence. She will also be better represented to reflect confidence and empowerment as a strong female and known for much more than her boots. What? These are M&Ms. These are not people. You know what? They're cartoon characters. Okay, hold on. I've- like, this is M&M's fault to begin with. They're the ones that did this, and now they're releasing a statement Saying like M and M's are progressive now. It's like they're candy. Like what is going on here? I've I've got to get on my on my soapbox here just for a second. Okay, fuck these companies for getting on their soapbox about we need gender. We need to stop genderizing these uh, these candies yeah. or sodas or whatever when they fucking refuse to acknowledge you know uh, 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 bad shit that's happened in China. Or you know the the shit that they uh, put farmers through to to uh, for their uh, cheap cocoa and all that uh-huh. shit. You know they do all this evil shit and all that stuff, and they refuse to recognize the problems. But they pick these problems to recognize. Yeah, why are M and M's? Why do M and M's have what? penises and vaginas to begin with? Right. I don't understand. Right. You you making this acknowledgement that they had that one is female, one is girl is part of the problem. And who are they? I never realized it as female or more male. Who are they fooling here that people are like, well, that's good. Now I'll eat M and M's again. I wouldn't eat M and M's before because the green one had heels. Right. Those people aren't your customers to begin with. No. 
Jesus no, Christ. Not. That's so weird. And it's all just this fake bullshit that these companies put out that they hope that people will start seeing them like, oh, okay, M&M's, Mars, candy. I mean, Twitter, Twitter destroyed them for Congrats. it. And one of my favorite tweets was um, someone said, uh, as a child, I never felt represented by the M&M's. Uh, <laughs> like, I never felt like, you know, I was, I was represented by these M&M's. And uh, it was, yeah, it was great. But there's more. Hold on. The green and brown M&M will have a more friendly relationship showcasing a force supporting women through shine and not shade. And it's like, this is, you did this. This is your problem. Like, you did this. This is all you. Like, right. there it's was, not like someone else did it and you're fixing it. Like, you did it. There's no problem. The only problem is you acknowledging no this. No one gives a fuck about these stupid M&M commercials. <laughs> the brown M&M's heels were lowered to a professional height. They lowered she, was, the, she was a fucking slut. She was a slut. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing is, is like the the woke people have to make up their minds because I thought it was okay now to be a sexual woman and to show off your sexuality and not be called a slut for it. Well, I mean, yeah, but they, now they now can. the brown M M&M and M can't wear high heels. They can't. She looks too slutty. But candies can't, Andrew. There's candy. a difference. Yeah, there's a difference. Um, the orange M M&M, and M. This is probably my favorite one. Will embrace his true self, worries and all. He this. I'm reading this. This is part of the statement. He is one of the most relatable characters with Gen Z, which is the most anxious generation. The orange M&M, uh, did you pull it up? I couldn't. So what they look like now? I couldn't find it. M&M candies. Yeah. There's a before and after. Do M&M before and after, if I don't find it. No, here, I got it right here. I can show you right here. So this is before. Well, I can't even. But this is after. Like, So you see how she has go-go boots? Yeah. I don't know. And now the green one has sneakers? Mm-hmm. And then look, the orange one has anxiety. He's like, oh! <laughs> He's all nervous. Um... The orange M&M used to have his laces untied, but now they will be tied to represent his cautious nature. Yeah. To be honest, I kind of feel like not eating M&Ms anymore. Hold on. The red M&M, who has shown bully tendencies in the past, will be more kind (laughs) to his friends. I didn't see anything about the yellow M&M. I guess he's still an idiot because that's the yellow M&M's character. Because he's a dude, dude, They haven't figured a way to address stupid. Right. He's retarded, but we can't say retarded. Yeah, exactly. He's special. He he's mental. our special friend. Right. <laughs> I, uh, what is it? Uh, Kool-Aid. You know, the Kool-Aid man, he's giant and he always busts through the stuff. Yeah. I can't wait for Kool-Aid to come out with something. He doesn't bust through stuff anymore because he's not big. He's gone on a <laughs> diet. He's much smaller. Now he goes through doors politely. Yeah. <laughs> what the Oh, f- yeah. What? He just opens the door. Oh, yeah. It's the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Who yeah, because he was scaring is, people. Uh, By the way, oh, M&M's, they had a commercial a few years ago of a husband coming home from work, and he hears his wife in bed and he's like what the fuck and she's moaning he opens the door she's in the she's in bed with the red m&m so she's cheating on her husband and she's fucking an m&m oh oh shit yeah well we're never gonna get any of those great and the husband's like we were supposed to fuck it together (laughs) like that's the commercial she's cheating on her husband she's in bed with an m&m so m&m's you're the ones that sexualize the m&m's yeah no one ever did that until you did 
Like, you sexualized them, and now you're like, that's wrong. It's like, well, okay. Well, you know, we're never getting any more either now, right? Mm. We're never getting any more of the great Skittles commercials. Oh. When the Skittles guy would, like, ah, ah, Skittles <laughs> bust everywhere. Yeah. That will never happen. No. Because <laughs> I think it's under the same company, right? Mars is part of uh, Skittles, I think. Maybe. I don't Maybe. Know. I don't know. That's that's the weirdest story I've heard. Oh, it's amazing. 2022 is going to be a weird year. It's, yeah, we're so fucked. <laughs> we're weird so year. fucked. We're, we had our chance. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's time. We talked about kind of the end of the world earlier today, and I think we're a lot closer to the end than we are the beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the scientists, uh, they put the doomsday clock like five seconds till midnight. Like, we're <laughs> seconds away from... They're like, guys, we're as close as we can get without going past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now North Korea's firing new, firing missiles everywhere. Oh, Lord Jesus. I just wish George Carlin was still alive to talk about these M&Ms. Yeah. <laughs> you could do a whole stand-up special just on the M&Ms. It'd be amazing. <laughs> God. All right, we got some sad news before we uh, review the shows. Oh, Lord, the M&M's wasn't sad enough? <laughs> no, well, more sad news. Uh, singer and actor Meatloaf died at the age of 74 last Thursday. His name is Robert Paulson. Uh, Meatloaf was outspokenly anti-mask and anti-vax, mm. and he died of COVID. So It does seem to happen more often to those people, for sure. But, you know, COVID deaths. Just but it seemed like he COVID. was okay with it, because in an interview back in August of last year, Meatloaf said, if I die, I die, but I'm not going to be controlled. And to be honest, it's how a lot of my family members feel. <laughs> yeah. I will be 100% honest with the fans out there. When I saw that Meatloaf died, I was sad, but I didn't really understand why people were saying his name is Robert Paulson. It took me forever to realize that motherfucker was in Fight Club. Uh-huh. I never realized that until people started telling me that. Oh, you're giving him his his Fight Club name? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I was like, wait, his name is not Robert. No, his Fight Club name was Robert Paulson, but I didn't yeah. know he was the guy that had bitched it. You didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. That's... I didn't know that was Meatloaf. Yeah. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of want to watch it again. He's a good, he was a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, uh, look, he, he, he said, if I die, I die, and he did. Damn, I didn't realize he was in so many movies. Yeah, he was in uh, Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny. Wow! Yeah, he Jack has a, Black's father. He has a ton of credits. Yeah, I did not realize that. And I would do anything for love, for sure. But I yeah. won't get vexed. So, <laughs> he was in Wayne's World. Yeah. Wow. And also, comedian Louis Anderson died last Friday due to complications from cancer. He was sixty-eight. Oh. So, R.I.P. Louis Anderson. Very sad. We've had a lot of deaths recently. There's a lot of great comedy shows going up in heaven right now, that's for sure. Yeah. Man, Bob Saget, Norm MacDonald, all like yeah. in the last few months. Dear Lord. A lot of deaths, man. Dear Lord. It's bad. You got anything? I don't have anything this week. Um, the one thing I did have, Andrew, Andrew cut through and figured out that it was a joke. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got had. Got all right, it. let's talk Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 4. So most of this episode is a flashback, but again, I thought yeah. it was definitely their best episode yet. Yeah, and I finally understand the relationship between uh, him and uh, Farrick. So I mean, that kind Sand. 
Yeah, so I mean, they kind of helped out a little bit because I was kind of. Did we confused. see that he saved her life in Mandalorian? I didn't remember that. No. So this was news. I to felt me. like we knew that, didn't we? Did you? I didn't remember anybody picking her up after she was after she was capped. No. Mm-mm. I feel like we might have seen like a like like a flashback, or he said it in season two of The Mandalorian. But no, we we you know we see that Boba saves her life and. She took her to a place where they basically turned her into a cyborg. Yeah. Um, and then Boba's animal didn't want to leave him. And he had tears in his eyes. So sad. That was super sad. He's, he's really a caring guy. And I guess it was all from, you know, all from his, uh, his friends. You know, he gave him, a, gave him a heart. And that's why he has a heart of gold. <laughs> Throughout this episode, people keep on telling him, you know, he's such a, such a softy now. He's like, yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> right. I did like the robot chefs. They were funny. <laughs> the rat catcher was my favorite. <laughs> Which one? The robot rat catcher. The little tiny one that was, that uh, was running around from him. Yeah. Yeah, because they were like calling the rat catcher. I like the ones that held all the knives. <laughs> then she slid. But then she slid. <laughs> she slid his throat. <laughs> she slit the robot's throat. That was good. That was too dark. That's how you get blood on, on uh, <laughs> Marvel on, in Disney. Yeah. And then uh, Boba steals his shit back from... Job of the Hutt's place, and uh, they use it to easily murder the gang that killed the Tusken Raiders. Right. And I was like, that's the Boba Fett we've been waiting for. Right. You know, ruthless revenge. Badass. But, you know, he turns into a wuss right after It was that. great how easily he killed them all. Yeah, all he needed was a ship. Uh, then they go back to the Sarlacc pit because Boba thinks his armor is in there, not realizing that the Jawas stole it from him. It's funny. He says... He says, we're smarter than them, right? And then, you know, this motherfucker's looking into the Sarlacc yeah. pit. You just escaped there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not realize that something like and that could the happen pit again? just tries to eat them again. He's like, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. But then he blows it up. Yeah. So I guess it's dead now. And, uh, yeah. And we're not going to see flashbacks of him because he got the armor back in season two of Mandalorian. Hmm. Remember, because Timothy Oliphant had it. That's right. He was like the sheriff somewhere. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Mm. Uh, then Boba wakes up uh, from the healing machine, which tells him that he's now fully healed. And he does look a little bit better now. He's not as scarred up. So, I mean, maybe, you know, we might actually see some badass Boba Fett now. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, the Wookiee. Kirsten, uh, Kirsten, Chrysanthemum, 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 Andrew. Yeah, I feel yeah like we need you. a Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. Uh, he got drunk and started a bar fight because I guess he had nothing to do. He's a drunk asshole. That's what he is. And then the owner starts talking him down and offers to pick up his bar tab if he stops. But then he rips off someone's arm and pays his tab. He was like, "Ah, <laughs> oh, it's not. No, it's fuck. It's. It, I'd it's rather fine. rip this guy's arm off. It's fair. Yeah." And then Boba walks up to him and says, "It looks like you could use a job." And I was like, "Thank you." Right. This is what he should have done last episode. Yeah, he shouldn't have wandered off. He should, should have, have immediately have hired him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then later, Boba and Shan propose an alliance with the other crime bosses against the Pike Syndicate. Uh, but they refuse and they threaten to kill him. So Boba scares them with the Rancor and they agree to remain neutral. Right. And they're just right under like the Rancor like reaches. Mm-hmm. It could have easily them. just whoop and then they'll fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, this was a this was a really good episode. Uh, yeah. Then at the very end, Shan suggests that they hire reinforcements for the coming war. And that's when we hear. Why well, I can't do it, but it's the Mandalorian yeah. music. 
We hear the Mandalorian music, and I was watching it with my son, and we were both like, oh my god, he's coming back! Grogu! Uh, well, not Grogu. Maybe not Grogu. No, definitely not Grogu. <laughs> but we might see but Mando. A, bunch of, a bunch of Mandalorians, too. Maybe Sasha Banks? <sighs> maybe. That's how she hurt her foot. No, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it was in a wrestling match. But anyways, yeah. Um, this episode got me back on board. Yeah. Mostly because I'm excited to see Mandalorian again. Well, I think I'm glad that we don't have to wait for season three to see Mandalorian again. Well, I think the final few episodes are just going to be a wild ride. You know, we've had Hopefully, enough of this, yeah. the slow plotting, but it's slowly building up to now they need to build a crew so they can fight, you know, the guys that are coming and, you know, the fight's going to happen. That's a way better thing than my theory, which, you know, the Raiders would help him, but then they all die. And I was like, oh, I guess not the Raiders. Yeah. Oh, even better. The Mandalorians. Much better. Much better. Yeah. Then you get a little bit of a Mandalorian fix. Yeah. Before the Mandalorian series starts. Do we see any more of Danny Trejo? Man, I would imagine so because he's got to ride the Rancor. He's got to ride the Rancor, yeah. And you got to teach him how to ride the Rancor. I want to ride this, then I will teach you. I am Machete. I am Machete. Yeah, anything else, though, you feel that you want to talk about about the episode? Uh, no, I mean, it was another kind of slow episode, but these are like, it's it's a slow slow build, a slow burn. You know, it's not boring. There's a lot of fun parts to it. Yeah. I love the whole the whole uh, spiel with the robots when they were breaking in to, build a sh- uh, to steal his ship. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, fun. you got to see some, some moments of badass Boba. And I think you got a little bit of a feel of what's to come. And no, no teenage cyborgs. No teenage cyborg. No lame bullshit. teenage cyborg. Except bullshit. for the beginning, but they were different. Yeah, but that was different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that Fe- uh, Ferric was a um, uh, half half android, so it was kind of a shocker to me. Well, she wasn't. He turned her into one. Well, but apparently, you know, this whole series. She's oh, been yeah. In. I didn't realize at the beginning. Well, of no this. one. We didn't yeah. know. No, but I was. That was kind of nice turn. Like, oh shit, she's an android. She was like, oh, what the oh, fuck, Lord Jesus, I don't <laughs> have a tummy. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. All right, let's talk about what everyone wants us to talk about. Peacemaker. Holy shit. I mean, wow, 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 wow. Peacemaker is great. Very funny. Yes. Um, John Cena is amazing. A great actor. He is. Oh, he's yeah. really. Fu- he's Peacemaker is like the Deadpool of the DC universe. Like as, as the first few minutes watching the show, I was like, oh, he's basically Deadpool. Deadpool without the fourth wall breaking. That's about it. Like, yeah. I mean, when he talks to the janitor in the hospital. <laughs> And he's like, fuck Aquaman. You know he fucks fish, right? He's like, he's not. And I was like, he's Deadpool. Why is like, that's he, something Deadpool would say. Why is he telling this janitor his life story, too? Yeah. Oh, like, the police are after me. Like, why are you telling me this? And, of course, we see John Cena's ass in the first 60 seconds of the show. And, again, Jesus. it looks fake. Like, his body doesn't look real. but Because th- he's like a mini Hulk. I think he is a mini Hulk, though. He is a mini Hulk. Uh, I do like that it started with previously in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. And they recapped the movie. <laughs> so, it, I mean, it, it shows you it lives in that universe, you know? It's, oh, of it's course. Really yeah. I mean, it's just continuation. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, I like how he walked out of the hospital in the Peacemaker outfit. Um, but how about that intro, though? <laughs> I'll, I'll admit, had the intro credits been the first thing I had seen for Peacemaker, I'd have been like, I can't watch this show. 
What do you mean? The intro was amazing. You like that? It's hilarious. Yes. That was so, it's, a, it's a comedy. The show's a comedy. That was so fuck goofy. I was like, no. It was, it no, was goofy. I'm out. I'm out. It was goofy, <laughs> but I loved it. Um, I don't. I don't feel like we should really recap like everything. Like I could care less about the plot of this show. Sure. I just. I'm just in it for the comedy and the and the funny lines. Sure. Like Project Butterfly. Am I fighting a Mothra? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. He was looking for the bright giant mo- Mothra. That's yeah, uh, peace. Because yeah, he was like, well, the last thing was Project Starfish, and right. that ended up being a giant, giant starfish. <laughs> so, am I fighting a Mothra? I just, I love the uh, the uh, so many good lines. When the when he was checking his voicemails, and it was uh, Vigilante. Yeah, it's your best friend Vigilante. P in the V. Yeah. Uh, oh no! Well, I just realized I said P in the V in our last <laughs> message. Yeah. I didn't mean like I you were the penis and I'm the vagina. <laughs> right. It's so great. Like I want to see a a movie of just or you know an episode of just Vigilante right. and Peacemaker. It sounds hilarious. We were talking about it earlier, and you didn't realize that. Vigilante is the the kid that works at the restaurant that was super no. psyched to see Peacemaker back. Yeah, I, and I, I was like, yeah, of mind. course. So I'm curious to the fans. Did you all know? I assume we all knew, and Josh is probably the only one that didn't it was know. Just Josh apparently. didn't realize it. It was just Josh because I was like, it's kind of weird. Why is he so hyped to see Peacemaker? Yeah, of course, he's just a big Peacemaker mark, I guess. Yeah, no, no. I mean he is, but well. yeah, he's also <laughs> Vigilante. It's just great. No, I love it. Uh, Peacemaker's dad is played by Robert Patrick, and he's an asshole and a racist and a, and a sexist racist. and a real piece of shit. <laughs> and apparently, I mean, we'll find out in the next episode, but apparently I may be, uh, you know, a member of the KKK. Who knows? Well, not he's he's got his own white supremacist thing going on. Um, but it's funny because in the first Marine movie starring John Cena, Robert Patrick played the villain. Oh. And now he's playing John Cena's dad. Who's also a villain. Yes. Of sorts. <laughs> and his dad makes the Peacemaker helmets. We don't know, like, how or yeah, why. Yeah, but... some type of weird garage where, like, you know, morphs into something else. Yeah. Like, they go into a different universe or something like that. And Peacemaker know. needed a new helmet because he gave the old one to the taxi driver because he couldn't pay him for the ride. And he also has a pet eagle that he named Eagly. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. And it hugs him. And I was like, is that eagle a robot? Or like, does, is it a robot and he doesn't know it's a robot? Because like, why is it hugging him? You know, It's a real eagle. It's I feel love. like that might be a twist where we find out the eagle's a robot. Mm. You know, Controlled and by he, his dad or something. Yeah, like and he doesn't know it. Like, he's too stupid. Oh, poor John Cena. Yeah. Um, another line I liked. Uh, I have a big dick, but it's too big. It causes people pain. <laughs> the kid, the kids in junior high called me chimp arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, did we see enough of John Cena's tiny whiteies, or maybe we should see more? I mean, it's... I'm pro John Cena tiny whiteies, right? <laughs> of course, we see a lot more than just tiny whiteies, right? Uh, then he falls in love with Agent Harcourt after seeing her beat up a guy at a bar, but you know he's just. A dumb idiot. Yeah. He doesn't know how to talk to women. And then he tells you, he's like, look, I've been in prison the last four years. I haven't been with anyone. Well, I haven't been with any woman in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) He's great at playing this comedy role for sure. Yeah. And then uh, Peacemaker fucks some girl from the bar. And that's where we just see John Cena's entire naked body along with hers. She was pretty hot. Mm -hmm. And they're just like fucking standing up. And when he orgasms, he yells, free! 
That's great. Of all the things to yell in a passionate night of sex, yeah. freedom's the last thing I think I'd ever yell. Freedom. And then he uses her uh, vibrator as a microphone to do some karaoke. <laughs> uh, then she tries to murder him with her superhuman strength because she's a butterfly. Whatever that is. Whatever. That came out of nowhere. Some sort of metahuman. I, that did throw me off. I did not expect that at all. I'd like- when she grabbed the knife, I thought... She was going to think that he was like a psycho who like wouldn't leave. Like, yeah, you had sex. Now leave her apartment. Right, right. Like, get out of here. You're but freaking got, me out. It got darker. <laughs> but no, she's a meta human or whatever the fuck. That was the only thing that didn't make sense in this episode was like, where the fuck did that come from? How didn't he know that she was a meta human? Like, you'd like that during he like. He didn't know. What are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. Like, how didn't he? Like, you'd think during passionate sex. Like you might be able to pick up on a few things about the lady that you're that you're fucking, you know. Like you, like she might be a metahuman. But we saw them have sex, and she didn't come off metahumany. That's what I'm saying. You'd like to think you could pick something but like that. But he didn't. Up. He couldn't. Is it because he's dumb, or because she can no, turn it on or you off? You didn't pick it up either. I didn't pick it up either. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was on purpose. The show doesn't have to make sense. I mean, th- that part made like it was fine, but. The show is not about plot. It's just about character. It's and about a lot John of one-liners. Cena. A lot of and, one-liners. Yes. But he eventually blows her up with his helmet after activating Sonic Boom. Yes. Which just, uh, she just explodes. So I guess that helmet that he gave to the cab driver is probably uh, pretty valuable. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what that one does. But all the helmets do different things. It's pretty interesting. And then the post credit scene, the dad's like, this one will give you scabies. And he's like, why would I want scabies? And he's like, every man should have scabies once in his life. It was like, okay. That's well, random. That's all the helmet does. It gives you scabies. <laughs> Strange. Very. Uh, but then, you know, we go to episode two. It picks off right where the last one left off. And uh, Peacemaker calls Harcourt. He's like, I, I hooked up with a chick. And I'm not saying that to make you jealous. <laughs> but it's some kind of metahuman or what the fuck. But um, so the police show up and he breaks into a couple's apartment. Listen, every single second of John Cena trying to escape that apartment complex yeah. was gold. It was. Every single second. Yeah. From the moment that the he was trying to bang or the wife was trying to bang yeah. John Cena he, to him falling down the stairs. Hilarious. He breaks into a couple's apartment and ties them up, but the wife clearly wants to fuck him. <laughs> um <laughs> Then they did a, he did a terrible job of jumping down the balconies to get to the ground, <laughs> just like face planting every single time. And, and you see the two agents in the back, ooh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And we find out that Peacemaker left the file of the person he was supposed to kill at the girl's apartment, and she read it. So That gave her powers? <laughs> no, it didn't give her powers, but whatever. And uh, the guy that's in charge of this whole team, he's like, you know... Uh, you left it at that random girl's apartment that blew you? And he's like, she's not some random girl that blew me, man. We fully fucked. <laughs> and John Cena goes, do you think that lady left any monstrous STDs on my dick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. This is just like full throttle, the whole episode. Full throttle oh, hilariousness. Yeah. yeah, hilariousness. That's a new word. I think it is. I don't think that's a real word. It's but okay. whatever. It's a real word here. No, but he is, he's very mean to computer guy. Calls him, uh, what was it? Die beard? Die beard. Die beard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, no. I didn't know that was much of an insult, to be honest. Well, it is if you have to dye your beard. I guess. You don't have to do it yet. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, then he, he Peacemaker goes home and he cries in his bed about killing Rick Flagg and 
being mean to computer guy. And that's where it's like... Rich Flag was right. <laughs> that's where it's like they have to give him some sort of redemption arc. Right. Because he's some the humanity. main protagonist. And he really became the villain in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Killing Rick Flag, although no one liked Rick Flag. I was kind of yeah. glad to see that character die because he was super lame. But he cries, and then that's when Vigilante shows up, and <laughs> and like there's like this two minute thing where he's like, "Are you watching me? Are you master- Are you jerking off watching me cry?" No, just turn around. I promise it's not my look. Dick. Look at my crotch, man. Look. Apparently, that's a Louis C.K. thing. Louis C.K. was coming on people's faces or something. You didn't even you didn't even get the joke. So you're as clueless as Vigilante? Yes. You don't know anything about the Louis CK getting canceled. No. I know he got canceled, but yeah. is it because of what John Cena was saying? Yes. Not coming in people's faces. He was telling chicks to turn around, then he you know He would he would bring he would bring women like into his room and then be like, Hey, is a cool fight jerk off? Oh. And then he would just jerk off in front of them. Which makes no sense. I don't understand no. that at all. No, it's kind of weird. But, you know, hey, if you're famous, do what you do got to do, I guess. Okay. I mean, I mean, so not you got to do what you got to do, but I mean, like, some, some people have weird fetishes or whatever, you know? Who knows? These Ma- maybe he was like, I, they probably won't let me fuck them, but they'll be okay if I masturbate. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? It's strange. I don't want to see... We're adding I don't logic want to anyone, places that... I don't want anyone to see me do that, so that's just... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But... Uh, so they go to the woods and they have target practice and they almost blow each other up. I love this relationship between these two guys. Yeah. And then they fuck some girl together. Some girl. I don't know. They both fucked her. Though. They, they were passing the, I guess it was weed, weed. And then like, you know, vigilantes yeah. at the end. I was like, oh shit. It's yeah. <laughs> a threesome. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Thankfully we don't see the threesome. <laughs> Although that might do, come in a later episode. We do know they had a threesome. <laughs> Yeah, and then computer uh, guy, for some reason, as smart as he is with computers, he decided to frame Peacemaker's dad for killing the butterfly. It, I'm with the, I'm with the special agent on that I one. I think like, you're with everyone. Is <laughs> you could put anybody in the world right there, yeah. but yet you put the dad of the person <laughs> who was actually there. Oh, yeah. that's so strange. So, Daddy Peacemaker goes to jail. Where he is known as the White Dragon, a the leader of a white supremacist group yeah. in jail. Yeah, it looked like they were about to jump him for a second, but as soon as he sits down, no. you know, they all... When they all got on their knees, I was like, are they all about to blow him? Like, what's going on? And <laughs> then they, so did like, they did like the Hail Nazi Hitler, salute, yeah. but to him. Yeah, that was, uh, that was off-putting. So I wonder what that's going to lead to. Like, is he going to break out of jail? Like, what is, what's going to happen with that? Well, because we don't have, um, I mean, if you would say who's the villain of the show right now, it's him. Like two episodes in. We know there's four episodes out right now. We've only watched the first two. But as of right now, he's right. the main villain. Well, we don't know anything about who's controlling these butterflies or anything. Yeah. I don't know if it's And John then Cena's Amanda dad. Waller's daughter is working on the team. Right. But she's like a good person, unlike Amanda Waller. So right, we don't know what's going to happen with her. But like, is the main villain the person who's controlling the butterflies, or is it John Cena's dad? Right, that's I don't what know. I'm saying. We yeah, don't know that's yet. what I'm kind of confused about. John Cena's dad does seem like, like, um, like maybe like Peacemaker back in like the '60s or something that like that right. was like an asshole. Yeah, and like a really bad guy, like a villain. Yeah, but like you know maybe like this Peacemaker is a is is a redemption. Like maybe he's a better guy and he has to 
Maybe he defeats his dad in the end or something like that. Um, probably. Who knows? But this was a great continuation from the Suicide Squad, which yes. I want to I want to see the movie again. And it's on HBO Max, so you can watch it whenever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, really looking forward to this. We're gonna do episodes three and four next week, maybe five if we have time. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But definitely at least three and four. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's eight total episodes, so oh. we'll be talking about Peacemaker for quite a few weeks. I'm going to miss it when it's gone. Yeah. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Very funny. Very fun. But yeah. So thanks for telling us to watch. I mean, I think we were planning on watching it at some point, but we had to recap Kingsman. I didn't know it was... I didn't know the Kingsman was going to be this dog shit movie. I would rather do King, uh, Kingsman. I would rather do Peacemaker every day of the week than Kingsman. Well, of course, sure. of course. But it was a big movie in theaters. You know, we had to watch it. I'm sorry. Uh, except for Scream. Fuck Scream. All right, <laughs> uh, fan questions. Uh, Mario Rizzo, Peacemaker is a fucking great show. Yes. They kind of made him a pussy, but hilarious. Uh, who you got as more entertaining, Peacemaker or Deadpool? I'll even throw in the Guardians team. Tough trifecta to call. I mean, I would still say Deadpool. Uh, yeah, I'd say Deadpool too. But, you know, John That's Cena's, not taking away anything. He's no slouch for sure. I'd kind of want to see Deadpool and Peacemaker interact in a perfect world. Well, yeah. <laughs> With Deadpool breaking the fourth wall, I mean, it could happen. Yeah. But it won't happen. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, different Marvel DC. Uh, go, that was, oh, that was another thing when... Uh, when Cena went to his dad's house and the neighbor was like, P- Peacemaker's not a superhero. Batman's a superhero. And he's like, fuck Batman or whatever. <laughs> fuck Joe Montesanti. Who's Joe Montesanti? Some random guy who's cutting his yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Ghost of Johnny Drip Drip. Is there a better tag team alive than John Cena and Eagly? Well, yeah, John Cena and Vigilante. They're the best <laughs> tag team. Literally, they tag teamed a woman. They did. They're the best tag team. Uh, Joey Montez, how many times is Hollywood going to make fun of Alex Jones? Not going to lie. It's funny, though. Also, <laughs> right. I love the show. Yeah, there was a quick little scene where... Of an Alex Jones ripoff, right? It was basically just to show you who that John is, Cena's dad is. <laughs> He's crazy. Crazy that, racist. Yeah, right. Uh, KJ, uh, what were your favorite cartoons growing up? Also, I uh, I wish, uh, also wish I couldn't see John Cena when he was balls deep in that girl. And then Stone Cold Savage said, what are you talking about? I thought the girl was just pleasuring herself because you can't see him. Ah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, Best cartoon shows when I was growing up, of course, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, yeah, like how far back are we going? Because that's the first one. Uh, But I also was a really big fan of SWAT Cats. I don't know if you ever watched SWAT Cats. No. It was about um, it was about cats. <laughs> cats. No shit. But, I know what the show is, Josh. But they were like fighter pilots. It was yeah. kind of funny. I loved that. Uh, those are probably some of my favorite. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Doug. Rugrats. Oh, yeah, Rugrats uh, Spider-Man animated show. The X-Men cartoon. X-Men cartoons were good for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, good stuff. Can't think of any others right now, but yeah. Uh, John, just curious if you ever watched King of the Hill. I started to rewatch yes. it and there's a possibility it's going to be a reboot. Uh, but I doubt it'll be as edgy and hilarious as the first few seasons. People are too sensitive nowadays. I don't uh, know. Yeah, maybe. If they're getting their own studio and stuff like that, and if they're on like a streaming channel, why couldn't it be edgy? Well, we'll see. I don't know. I think it could. If you if it goes national syndication. I mean, Peacemaker proved you could still do an R comedy, and it's funny, but yeah. it's not going to be offensive. 
You know what I mean? You know, King of the Hill never straddled the line of R, but, you know, they did have some interesting stuff in there with John Redwood, the Indian, and, right. you know, fathering Dale's child. Yeah. You know, they could, I think they could be a little bit edgy. Yeah. I'd like to see Bobby and, uh, and oh, fuck, what was Dale's kid's name? I can't remember. Bobby and, um, I don't know. You know, do some hygiene. I, I watched some King of the Hill. I didn't watch a lot. Uh, Law oh no, but I did like it. Law oh nine. Do you think Peacemaker is DC's version of Deadpool? Yep, we're on the same page there, buddy. Yes, I sir. think I guess everyone feels that way. But also, how can John Cena go back to WWE TV thirteen after some after some twisted shit? It's not even TV fourteen, which is the rating, but it's well, not TV fourteen. Uh, J- John Cena doesn't need the WWE. The WWE needs John Cena. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Cena's past, just like you know. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he's you know he's yeah. past wrestling. Well, but Cena still came back. But I think it's more because Cena wants to. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Carlos Ramirez, what's in your Mount Rushmore of animated Disney movies? Are we counting Pixar or just Disney? Well, like Toy Story was still Pixar. produced by uh, Disney. So we count the Toy Story movies? Yeah. Well, and obviously Toy Stories and, and the... Toy Story, mm-hmm. Lion King. Lion King. Aladdin. Mm. And then 101 Dalmatians. What? Boom. 101 Dalmatians? Boom. Well, if you I mean, say some shit like The Incredibles, get out of here. If I, if we're not counting Pixar, then I guess, you know, I guess we do count that. But I mean, I well, like... Well, it's a I Disney loved, movie. Incredibles is a Disney movie. I love Coco. Coco's in my top four. It was so heart heartwarming. Okay, but yeah, I'm down with the Lion King and Aladdin and Toy Story for sure. Yeah. And then Coco's your number four. Coco's my number four. For me, it's Dalmatians. Yeah. I that was like my favorite movie. That was like one of my favorite movies as a kid. Andrew loves dogs, especially Dalmatians. I like the movie. Jeez, yeah. uh, did I didn't make like fun the, of you for liking Coco. Did you like the reboot? I didn't see that shit. Okay, I'm thinking you might want to watch it, Leo, or something like that. Which one? The reboot, the one that they just done on uh, the Cruella, live, the live action Cruella, Cruella. Yeah, that's not 101 Dalmatians. Oh, it's a, it's a yes, reboot. I took my kids to see Cruella. Okay, that's not called a reboot. You don't even know what it's you're the talking same about. Thing. It's an origin story. It's a prequel. Oh Lord Jesus! And no, they changed the whole fucking story of. <laughs> did you see it? No. Yeah, it was terrible. Joseph Fuller, peacemaker, trying to bring back hair metal. Not gonna lie, I looked up Cinderella on Spotify. Uh, after binging the first four episodes, it does seem like that. That chick's hair was fucking wild. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> that was wild hair. Uh, Chris Klim, have you guys watched Cobra Kai? If so, can you guys review it? I have watched Cobra Kai. Andrew is not. You finished it? I have finished it. I will say Cobra Kai is something that I think Andrew needs to catch up on. So when the next season of Cobra Kai it, comes out, I thought out, it was over. We can't. I thought they, there was like the final season. Yeah, no, it's not. There's it's another not? season. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think the next season will be the final season. But you but, liked it a lot, or no, what? I liked it a lot. It's good. It's a fresh. It's a fresh uh, take on uh, like a new school version of the Karate Kid. Right. Well, it's really good. Uh, Eric, I was surprised you guys weren't interested in the new Scream movie. Uh, but in honor of Scream, what is your guys' favorite scary movie in the last ten years? See, I don't see a lot of scary movies. He definitely doesn't see any scary movies. No. The last ten years. Trying to think. I'm trying to think of what's the most scariest movie I've seen in the last ten. I mean, Squid Games. That's probably that's one. Not of the most... a scary movie. It's, it's not even the... a movie. Well, TV series. Good lord. 
I don't think I've seen anything that's been classified as a scary movie. No. I just, I don't, no, I take that back. I did see one on a date once, and it's been in within the last 10 years. It was, uh, it was an M. Night Shyamalan, Lama, Shyamalan movie. About, M. Night Shyamalan? It was an M. Night Shyamalan movie about uh, grandparents even... that, that uh, uh, killed another set of grandparents and were like really creepy and stuff like that. It was terrifying. Does that scare you? I don't know what that is. No? No. Oh. Uh, I'm. I have not seen. I'm looking at like best scary movies the last ten years, and I haven't seen any of them. But I don't really see horror films. Um, me neither. But like of all time, Night of the Living Dead. Uh, I really like the Dawn of the Dead remake that Zack Snyder did, like in 2005. Even though most of the movies he makes aren't good, but I did like the Dawn of the Dead remake. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm not a big scary movie guy. And the Scream movies, I always thought they were silly and stupid. So I'm not interested in seeing Scream. Same sees. Michael Ha, do you think uh, Cena could be a good Duke Nukem in a horror slash zombie with a bit of a comedy with a bit of comedy uh, movie? Sure. I think until Cena shows me he can do something bad, we have to assume that he's going to knock anything he does out of the ballpark. Yeah, of course. Uh, Stone Cold Savage, is this series proving John Cena can actually act? Yes. This is probably the first role I actually enjoy him in. Yeah. I, it's definitely the best role he's been in. Yeah, I mean, sure. he's had a bunch of small parts before this, you know? And, and Fast and Furious, they didn't even let him act in that movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't even let him do anything fun. It's like, you have, they didn't even realize who they had. It's like, you have John Cena, like, he could be a lot of fun, and he just had the angry face the whole movie. Mm. Just that's it. There was no ang- there was no acting going on. We're eventually gonna get John Cena and The Rock in a Fast and Furious movie? No. Okay. You don't pay attention to the podcast. No. Remember a few weeks ago The Rock said he's never returning to the Fast and Furious? Okay, like you know what I mean? Like a spin off or something like that. He said he's not he said he's not showing up. Well Vin Diesel's stupid Instagram post ruined you know, like well Vin Diesel ruined. You have to do it. It's this is your destiny. It's your family. No, I mean (laughs) listen, I mean but we could get a movie in there where we're going to get The Rock and, you know, John Cena together. Well, we should have, even if it's not Fast and Furious, they should do a movie, like a buddy movie together. Yeah, for sure. It'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Jason Deere, do you think we'll see Boba Fett go full Inception mode where we see him having a flashback inside another flashback? <laughs> Didn't we kind of see that? Because we saw the flashback with the Raiders and then we saw a flashback of when he was a kid from the prequel movies. Did we? Yeah. They showed scenes from that. Interesting. Like, just for a few seconds, but we showed that he was, like, when he was a little kid in the Uh, prequel movies. But he realized he couldn't control it long enough, so he had to wake back up. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) He didn't want to go to limbo. And then he says, uh, by the way, Kit Harrington isn't in Hawkeye. Yes, I know now. He did look strikingly similar, though. I fell for a meme. Now you know how I feel, That said that it was the same actor, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize that that was Jon Snow. But I never watched Game of Thrones, so I never knew who Kit Harrington was anyway. Well, that's on me, because I did watch Game of Thrones. So, yeah, so really it's more on Josh. Yeah, I'll take blame. But thank you for the correction. Uh, Pop Culture Junkie, I guess, episode one of Peacemaker gave us an insight of what it was like for Nikki Bella with John Cena. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, freed! <laughs> I mean, when you're... I mean, I'm you know, when you're an athlete, I'm sure they... You know, that's a lot of stamina, so... Right. Do you think that's what he yells? 
Probably. Yeah, yeah maybe. Probably, yeah. yeah. Or Abadu! <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why, that's what Abadu means. You can't see me! And then he runs away. Well. <laughs> sure. John Cena. I can't wait for Peacemaker 3 and 4. Well, you could watch them right now. They're out. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll watch one. <laughs> should tonight. we get Should we get all the way caught up? I don't know about all next the, week. Oh, I thought we were going to do two and three, and then we're going to start doing three one. and four. You mean? Yeah, three and four. And yeah, but years. by this, but, but hey, listen. Episode. Hold on. Episode five will be out this week. It's coming out this week, uh, so we'll still be an episode behind if we don't if we don't watch five as well. Oh Lord Jesus! So I don't know. You think about it, and I'll just do it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, but thank you for the questions and comments. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Give us a five-star review. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube.com slash Hollywood Hogwash Pod. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. And, uh, yeah, next week we'll we'll do more Peacemaker episodes, and we'll uh, do episode six, or no, I'm sorry, uh, episode five, chapter yeah. five of the Book of Boba Fett. Does Mandalorian show up that episode? No. No? Yes. Yes, he shows yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, he has to, right? He, he can't up. play the fucking music and then he's He not, shows up. He shows he's up. He's got to show up. Hey, and if you like the podcast, make sure to tell someone about it. Tell your friends. Yes. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Bye.